<laughs> Welcome back, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome we back are to Game Bros. Live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh, I missed this. Uh, it's we we are continuing this very nice moment of us, yes. you know, recording on Harry Potter. Oh. Yes. I'm really super excited about this, and I mean, super I excited. have friends asking us, asking me uh, <laughs> about this episode, so I can't wait Safe. to, you know, record and talk about it. It's one of our favorite books, oh, right, bro? Oh, for sure. I mean, and this is episode 28, so like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. Like, already 28, that's, I, I love it. I just love it. And bro, 28 is a good number. <laughs> it definitely is. And we're gonna have to make something really special for the 30th episode. <gasps> okay, we'll have that's to. That's for sure. Bro. Yeah, it's gonna that, be that's a like 3.0. Yeah, the the Animal Crossing one, right? <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> Whatever you call special, I love you regardless. <laughs> no, bro, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yes, <laughs> it's our tradition to yes. start, you know with some, some stuff that is going on, yes. things new in the gaming world and not only in the gaming world. Uh -huh. And bro, I, I wanted to start by saying something very briefly that just came to me, but I'm very happy about. Okay. Um, you know, the in-person Smash tournaments are back. Okay. And so I've been watching a few. <laughs> of and course. you know, my, my favorite, Smash players are back too, so MK Leo, Leon, Tweak, they're all back and bro. So there was this championship called Glitch. Okay. You have to watch the grand finals. It was awesome, bro. Okay. Okay. Really super cool stuff. So we'll so, have to put a link in the in the description of the episode too. <laughs> let's do that. Because bro, I'm I'm just so happy that you know things are slowly coming back mm -hmm. to normal i guess yeah. and, you know uh, all the players are still wearing their their masks and i'm assuming that you know during the tournament people have to be careful as they can yes they but you should. know you can see the crowd and and you know people cheering and, mm -hmm. and it's just like it was before except with the masks so oh. bro that's just so exciting i'm really happy for that and i had to say something about it <laughs> no of course like i mean it makes sense and i have some news too it's not on the happy side i mean it's okay mm. but this week i don't know if you noticed but bloomberg which is a very big media in the US and in the world, basically, they leaked something pretty cool about the Switch 4K, so the Switch Pro. Oh, okay. what so, is it? Yeah, <laughs> that's the perfect segment, right? So uh, basically <laughs> what they said is that they that Nintendo did not release a Switch Pro this year because of the chip shortage so basically mm. like building a computer these days is super hard to do and basically right. it's the same for a video game console and we saw that with the ps5 the xbox series Absolutely. X. and so basically what bloomberg said and they were super confident they said hey you know what it's fine we'll see a switch pro at some point it's okay it's gonna probably be for 2022 guess what you give probably 12 hours to nintendo the official twitter account official one mm. saying mm. and destroying Bloomberg saying that like all the leaks and everything everything was false wrong and that Nintendo was not working whatsoever on an upgraded version 
of the Switch. They, are, they do not no intend way. to release a Switch 4K slash Switch Pro like in 2022, 2023. They are not into it. And like people should stop speaking about it it was pretty what? like it was pretty crazy and like everyone in the video game world was like what the fuck is going on like why would they say I'm that so confused and they don't even have to say anything you know like it's just a fucking rumor so it's fine even if they are like kind of wrong with the fact that they stay 2022 or the shortage or whatever nintendo doesn't need to say anything it's just a rumor and knowing that nintendo had to tweet something on twitter saying hey that's just bs and basically that's the tone of the of the tweet it was like that's bs and let's just move on there will never be they will never release a switch pro switch 4k so what i think and I'm just speculating, and I don't want to spend too much time on that today. But what I think is that it's not going to be a Switch Pro. I think it's going to be a new Switch. You know, like, it's going to be a Switch oh. 2. And that would probably explain why Nintendo was like, okay, don't expect us to just build something on top so of the Switch. You know, it's going to be a new thing, a new next-gen thing. You know, like, it may look like a Switch... But it will probably be like, I don't know, like a Switch 2. I, I have no idea. But I think that the way they re responded, I, I mean, it has to be something around those lines. In my opinion, I'm just speculating. I don't know. But I thought that it was kind of crazy, you know, to see like, it was just like as if Apple, I don't know, like before an Apple event was saying, you know what, all this stuff, like rumors, it's garbage, whatever. Dude, like, you just don't have to say anything. <laughs> that's fine, you know? No, that's crazy. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'm so confused right now. I, I know. Mean, I, I really think your theory makes sense. Maybe uh -huh. they just want, they don't want us gamers to think that it's going to be a mid-gen console yeah. or an upgraded mm -hmm. version of mm -hmm. the current console mm -hmm. because yeah. maybe that's a marketing Yeah. Uh, strategy that, that would make sense, I yeah. guess. Mm -hmm. But bro, that's crazy. I mean, I thought this was a pretty serious deal. I mean, I, I didn't have any doubts anymore. Same. And, you know, it would make sense. Let's say that they are changing the cartridges or like something around mm -hmm. those lines. They cannot call it a switch, you know? It's not going to be a no. Switch Pro in this case. It's going to be a Switch 2. It can be like whatever. It can look like a switch. But if in whatever way they differ... It's gonna be a new gen console. They they have to just stop the rumors saying, you know what? Maybe we'll, you'll see something in 2022, but it's not gonna be just an upgraded version of the Switch, you know. And I found that super interesting, and that's why I wanted to bring that up during the episode. And I wanted to discuss with you about this because I was super confused Bro. at first. And yeah, it's weird. I still am. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be watchful now because I didn't even know mm -hmm. about this whole thing. And yeah. I mean, Nintendo is always surprising us. And honestly, I know we've said this a few times, but I mean, I would have a really hard time thinking about something better than the Switch. Mm -hmm. I mean, upgrading it, yes, obviously. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe people want better, yeah. larger controllers mm -hmm. or 4K, whatever. That's But that's all upgrades. It's... yeah so difficult for me to picture what would be the next version of the switch it's so futuristic by yeah. itself that it's 
It's hard for me to imagine the next version, but you know, it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo. You never know. No, I don't. Bro, that, that's awesome. Uh, th that's the kind of stuff we should bring in our intros. You see, everybody's gonna have a big question mark on their faces. <laughs> Just like I have one. I know, I know. Yeah, Bro, and that's so, so awesome. yeah, that was the that was the big thing of the week. And when I saw that, I was like, that's just insane. I'm going to keep that for my bro this weekend when we record because that's just insane. That's just Yeah, bro, let, let, let's stay watchful about this and see how yeah. things untangle because I'm, I'm really hooked up now. Yeah. But bro, yes. speaking about Nintendo Switch <laughs> and thanks to our episode, our last episode and the things we have been discussing about. Yes. Um, Wonderful things have been happening in this family. <laughs> so, Kanye has started to read the whole book series again. Okay. She's finishing up the first book and she's enjoying it so much. Okay. And, you know, she, she related to a whole bunch of things that you said, especially mm -hmm. about the second book. She has the exact same opinion about the second book. I it was told a very you. dark book for her. I told you. It's when she was talking about it, it was like oh my god that that's yeah amazing I know and bro for my part remember when I uh, this there was this really nice promotion from Nintendo Switch when you could buy all the Lego Harry Potter games there were for yes. a really good price yes and and I bought them back in the days but I honestly didn't have the time to even start them I think I just very briefly tested them and that was it uh -huh. and bro i started to play them now and i intend to play them for real so <laughs> sort of like reliving it and while preparing for our gaming uh -huh. um, episode on harry potter because sure. that's gonna be really cool yeah mm -hmm. so bro it's been great <laughs> and i okay <laughs> i can relate because i've been reading the books too i restarted oh. the whole series i finished book number two I think it was like two or three days ago. And that's why I'm pretty late on the editing. I'm a very bad editor. I'm, I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> like you should have like received a new episode on your podcast app last week. But I've actually like it never happened because I was reading. Okay. So it was mm -hmm. for a good cause. I was reading bro, Harry Potter. Totally, <laughs> totally good cause. Bro, <laughs> tell me, English or French version? English. 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 Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I had to because awesome. the, the French ones, I know them so well that I don't have the surprise anymore. I still love them, but it's just that for mm -hmm. me, it's just a habit. You know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just rereading the Harry Potter thing. And like having to read them in English, I especially like it because it was the way it was actually written. written. And, and yeah. that's something I really appreciate now because it's actually reading jk rowling and when i'm reading the french version it's like a translation that is super awesome i'm not gonna complain i love those books but it's not exactly jk rowling and when you read the english ones for me those are top notch those are the ones mm -hmm. you should be reading if you have like if you have them around because that's actually how the books were written in my opinion oh, bro, I, co I couldn't agree more i mean Especially the first few books, they have mm -hmm. such great sense of humor yes. in bed in them. Yes. Um, but of course, it's not only that. I mean, the, the culture, you know, breathes in English. It's, oh. it's crazy how yeah. the experience is different. For sure. What was really surprising to me was 
how much laughter I had in the English version that I don't necessarily uh -huh. remember having in Portuguese. So it's funny, bro. I, I'm I'm with you 100%. Okay. Oh, that's and, good. And speaking of books, bro, today yes. is what, if I'm not mistaken, is your favorite book. Am I right? It is my favorite one. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think this is one of uh, people's favorite book and movie, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. I heard a lot of people saying that this is their favorite mm -hmm. movie as well, but we are not talking about movies today. No, no. So you're going to save this for, for our movies episode? Yes. But bro, The Prisoner of Azkaban, <sighs> what a fantastic book. Bro, like... I just got the chills right now. Just you saying this, and you know, like, I wanted to read book three by the start of this, this episode, basically, because I wanted to have everything fresh. And I'm kind of happy that I didn't have the chance to read book three, because now we'll mm -hmm. probably, like, discuss about what we liked about it. And when everything is fresh, it's more of a recapitulating the book and whatever. And that I don't want this episode to be this. And... Bro, The Prisoner of Azkaban, for me, and if I can just start with a basic intro, not of the book, but just for to, to say and explain why it's my favorite one. It was actually Please. the book that got me, that hooked me into the Harry Potter world in a good sense, in a good way, because I loved book one, book one and book two. Not really book two, like we discussed about it in the, in the last episode, but book one was fantastic because it was, it was introducing the characters. Book two mm -hmm. was kind of dark. And so you have this transition not knowing where book three will go, you know? Book three is deep. I love the story. And you start learning so much more about Voldemort, about Harry, like what happened to Harry Potter. Bro, this one is my favorite one because this one has content, you know, like this one has really something inside the relationships between the characters. I mean, oh, I love that book. Just love it. Oh, bro, that's awesome. I mean, I love that you're making like this introduction because I, I really love knowing why you this this is your like yes. favorite book and that's a lot to say i mean mm -hmm. i i have the feeling that starting from book three the whole thing went to another level oh and yeah to me the third book brings two new things to me mm -hmm. the first thing that is quite clear even though it's it's hard to actually say that but i think starting from book three JK unleashed her creativity mm -hmm. like to the fullest. Yes. So we're going to be talking about some passages and of course mm -hmm. the, the main events of this book, but I just think the whole thing is extremely creative. Extremely. It is. Mm -hmm. uh, other, other than the plot being so freaking awesome, mm -hmm. I think the introduction of a few characters Mm -hmm. There are like a a next step in Harry's life because mm -hmm. I feel like it's the first time I started to see him growing up. Mm -hmm. First and second book, child version Harry, Ron and Hermione. Mm -hmm. Love them mm -hmm. to the bottom of my heart, but little childish. 
now the, in this book i think we start to learn as you very well said a few things about voldemort and mm -hmm. what happened to harry's family yes and a few things that he has to learn mm -hmm. and you know sirius black is oh. one of my favorite wizards in the whole planet so mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. a brand new character that at first is extremely scary and then Super boom scary. so bro yeah really it's like top notch yeah no i know and so everything starts with this and i kind of related to book two at the time when i read it the first time because it's like super dark you know like you have this mm -hmm. uh like dog that is super black you know you, you don't know like it's yeah. it's a bad thing when you apparently see these kind of dogs you know it's it's kind of crazy and like at first like within the first 20 or 30 pages i was like oh shoot it's gonna be book number two all over again Mm. But that's not the case. They had to do it for a reason. Of course, we, we finished, like, by the end of the book, you, you, you kind of understand that the dog is actually Sirius Black. And Sirius Black is not the bad guy. And that mm. what is, like, super interesting to me because you find out that Harry's father, like, his best friends, you know, were Lupin, like, the, the new professor against the dark uh, magic, mm -hmm. the dark arts. And I love it. I love him. That character is amazing. He's uh, awesome. Right? I mean, you kind of... He's awesome. And I, I don't know. Like, I had this feeling with that book that I was reading a f kind of a family book, too. You know? Like, mm. the story and, like, the deepness that you have in the in the characters the way she describes the characters and so on you know that like sometimes lupin transforms into a wolf like he's a werewolf basically but still like you love him you you, you cannot mm -hmm. hate him you know like so you know that something bad may happen at some point and you kind of see it coming but still you cannot hate that guy and it's kind of the same with Sirius black he's kind of like a weirdo at first and you don't know what is going to happen because Everything is crazy in that book. Everything goes fast. The plot is amazing. I kind of love mm -hmm. it. You know, like the fact that Sirius Black escaped. You don't know how this happened because basically the Dementors, you cannot escape from there, basically, from that prison. Yeah. And you don't know how that happened. And this guy, I mean, that's what you're reading at first. This guy is super dangerous. And he's going for Harry Potter. He's gonna kill him. And you see this like black dog. <laughs> and it's super scary at first, right, bro? <laughs> it really is, bro. <laughs> I mean, you see how like the the world of you know uh, J.K. is expanding in the third book. I mean, yes. first and second book, honestly, it's you know the the Dursley house mm -hmm. and. Hogwarts, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's pretty much the two versions, the two places where the yes. whole storyline takes in. And it started from the third one. You hear about Azkaban, oh, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I remember I was like, "What the heck is Azkaban?" You know, <laughs> that's the prison. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, I was like, "Oh, of course, there is a prison for yes. wizards." And mm -hmm. I, I remember thinking, like. Oh my god, how amazing and extremely fortified mm -hmm. a prison must be to be able to, you know, lock wizards in because they're so powerful. And 
And that's what I'm saying. I think that's when uh, JK started to really unleash her imagination because, you know, a lot of really cool things mm-hmm. being introduced to the world. Mm-hmm. And, bro, the thing is, the, the whole book starts at during this awful dinner oh. when, you know, that hateful woman... <laughs> Harry's aunt, sort of speaking, goes there. And I mean, I freaking hate that bitch. Yes. And bro, I mean, the the developing of that dinner is actually quite funny. Yes. But I remember the first click that came to my mind was when uh, Harry said, you know what? Fuck this. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to live in this place anymore. Yes. He just takes his stuff and he lives. And I mean... That one was like, Jesus, he's growing up. Because, you know, first and second book, mm-hmm. if he tried to do that, it would be like, oh, come on, you're going to be, you know, pooping or pantsing after the second block. You're a child. But in this one, you actually say, you know what? Maybe he actually meant it. Maybe he'll <laughs> finally be free from these muggle bastards. I know. So it's awesome, bro. So it was the first yeah. click to me. Like, okay. he's growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, now he's a teenager. And when we were reading that book, we were teenagers too. So, like, of mm-hmm. course, like, sometimes you, you can relate with that. You know, you don't want to see this. For me, it was not a crazy uh, aunt, but, like, that could happen, you know? It's, uh, it's, it's kind of crazy because, yeah, of course, when you're, like, a teenager, everything is changing in your life. You know, like, sometimes you just, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I, I can relate. I can definitely relate. That's definitely the book where JK realized that she had to give more to Harry Potter, mm-hmm. to that world, to show that the characters were not just wizards and that it was not just a funny book, you know, or series of book, that there were like some stuff that was going to happen to them. And I kind of like it. Like, as you said, like the beginning, the, the start of the, of the whole book starts with this dinner that is kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it, and that's how you're introduced to Sirius Black, I mean, to the dog that is there, and that's yeah. a bad prophecy at the time, so you're like, what, mm-hmm. what the heck is going on, you know? And so, bro, what happens next? So, like, basically, Harry takes, like, his luggage and whatever, and he's, like, going outside, so he's taking the magical bus, like, what's the name oh, of that I bus in English? That, that I love bus. it. It's crazy. I, I love, love it. That yes. Oh, and the head <laughs> that speaks. Yes. Bro, I just love that thing. Uh-huh. Exactly, bro. I mean, he he's like really pissed at his muggle family. And, you know, he had to hear really awful things about his parents that, mm-hmm. you know, by this time in the book, they're basically godlike, right? The parents. You don't know any flaws about them. They're just this really awesome couple that gave their life to save their kids. So Harry just can't hear anything mm-hmm. about his parents. So he basically goes crazy, leaves the house. And of course, he ends up in the train mm-hmm. going back to Hogwarts after yes. a few, you know, yes. small adventures. Uh-huh. And bro, everything's, everyone is talking about Sirius Black because, you know, yes. Sirius Black by this time and there are posters of him everywhere this really mad man who has escaped the most dangerous and fortified prison on the planet Mm -hmm. and i mean 
People are really scared and Harry doesn't even know yet how scared he should be in theory, <laughs> right? So he doesn't even know who Sirius Black is and he had no idea he was somehow related to him. Yes. And so I remember the scenario of this book being very different, much darker. So it's always rainy. Mm -hmm. And I want to get to this point when... So there, there is this point where the Dementors actually enter the train because mm. they're looking for Sirius Black. And mm -hmm. I think this is one of the... I think that's the first encounter with a Dementor. Mm -hmm. And bro, that chapter got me thinking a lot because let's face it, no one has ever imagined a creature that is a better impersonation of depression. I know. I, I mean... A Dementor is JK's vision of how depression must feel. Yeah. And I mean, bro, how terrifying is that creature? I, I know. And again, that's when I was kind of like relating to the book number two, you know, like super depressing, kind of very mm -hmm. dark book to start with. Because those creatures, they can devour your soul, basically. And you kind of understand, like, from the beginning that Harry is more sensitive to them compared to mm -hmm. the, the rest of the crew. So, basically, the rest of the crew, like, feel, like, this kind of, like, cold sensation that is happening around. But mm -hmm. Harry, like, there is something wrong with Harry. Like, basically, you kind of understand from this, like, moment in this book that mm -hmm. he has to protect himself from the Dementors because... Like, just after the train, you learn from Dumbledore that the Dementors will protect Hogwarts. And that's crazy. Like, why would you protect, so protect Hogwarts with those kind of crazy creatures that can basically, like, destroy a student? And they were mm -hmm. not super close, but that they could have, like, destroyed one student or, like, devoured the soul of one student in that train mm -hmm. super easily. That could have been Harry. Like, that could have been anyone. And so you understand that something is wrong and that you should not take serious Black, uh, like you should take him very seriously that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. because like if those dementors are around and if the ministry of magic is like releasing them to catch sirius black there is something wrong exactly bro super depressing first part of the book one more thing i want to add and like not everything is fresh in my mind now but if i'm not mistaken that's the book when uh, basically the students are allowed to go to the little village, if I'm not mistaken. And that's, that's the moment when you realized that no one wants to sign the Dan papers to Harry mm -hmm. because they want to protect him from Sirius Black, kind of. And of course, the, the family, like his aunt and uncle, would never sign anyways. And he had to exactly. behave during the dinner. And of course, he did not. But that was funny. No. And That was perfect. So, like, it's kind of a depressing first part of the book. You're like, where is this going? Like, what is going mm -hmm. to happen? At first, because, you know, like, they were not releasing, like, all the books. Like, we were reading them while she was writing. At some points, when I was reading the first time, I had the feeling that Harry would die in that book, you know, with I this see. whole serious black thing, you know, 
everything is so dark at the beginning. But now, and that's what is crazy, you're introduced to one of the best professor of defense against the dark arts, in my opinion. He's not the best because no one could be better than Snape. Because Snape mm-hmm. was basically like the guy using dark arts before. So you cannot be better <laughs> than that. But Lupin is one of the best because he was fighting all his life against the dark arts. So, and you yeah. love the person. Lupin is amazing. One of my five favorite there characters. Go, yeah. There you go. I mean, so the, in the middle of this whole thing, we start to see that, you know, some young wizards are taking different classes and of course Hermione is taking them all mm-hmm. because you know Hermione <laughs> for sure and yeah. but you know a lot of like new disciplines start to pop out uh-huh. and one of them is uh, the discipline from Professor Trelawney yeah divination exactly and and I mean that, <laughs> that class is really dark too full oh. of like really creepy things yeah tea leaves but bro as you very said as you very well said, there are two really bright spots in the mm-hmm. book that, like, from all these really creepy things that are happening, these are the two things that you say that bring hope to the book when you're reading. Mm-hmm. So one, and I think by far the most important addition is Lupin yeah. as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you very well described, I think he's maybe one of the best because they had yeah right and and i mean uh mad eye was pretty good too but that's for another book yeah that's for another Uh, book that's for exactly but but i mean lupin is awesome but also lupin is a very kind person he's super kind really nice person and the other thing that i love about this book that is sort of like bringing light Mm -hmm. to this really dark context is Quidditch. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I really adore about this book. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and actually some characters that are, you know, showing up for the first time in Quidditch in this book. Mm-hmm. And bro, I think this is like uh, maybe the book where Quidditch was like one of the best parts for me. Okay. Really. Wow. I love it. Okay. You know, the whole tournament. And I mean, uh-huh. um, we, we are going to be talking about the movies another time but i mean I, they, they definitely didn't explore you For know sure. quidditch the yeah. way the book did i think mm-hmm. it was one of the things that they left aside mm-hmm. but bro i mean i really love the championship and i love that you know cho shang is actually appearing for the first time for sure that game against uh-huh. ravenclaw remember yeah now I these remember. are really cool stuff okay that, yeah that true. happens and mm-hmm. and i mean it's like this spot of light in the middle of like yeah. darkness this book is really dark otherwise okay so i agree with you it's dark it's a dark book but for me when you finish and you end the book it's not a dark it's not a dark book like the the end actually is not dark because the the final Mm -hmm. plot like it's insane i mean like you should read that book first because like it's so intricate it's really hard to just like describe everything that is happening but basically like Mm -hmm. it's it's insane it's really cool uh the very end of the book so if you buy 
mistake i don't know it's 1am in the morning and you're still reading that book and you like start the <laughs> final section of the book you will never be able to stop and that's the first very first book in my life where i realized and i think maybe i did that with the first harry potter too i don't remember but still i think it's one of the first book i read from the beginning to the end without stopping reading that's one of the first oh. book where i told my parents i didn't want dinner didn't want to have dinner because i was <laughs> reading that book and it was just insane uh -huh. and i could not stop and that's also the very first time i told my parents and at the time i was like 12 ish probably 13 whatever that i wanted extra time to be able to finish even if it was midnight i wanted to finish of course my parents said no but I had a trick, I had a <laughs> lamp somewhere in my bed, so I was able to nice. read and finish my book. But basically the very last section is insane. A lot of stuff is happening because as you said, very well said, uh, the Quidditch in that, in that one is amazing. Uh, I kind of, what I liked the most was the new, um, the new section that Hagrid is now teaching. Uh, because oh, yeah. right so he's super happy mm -hmm. and proud because for the first time in his life he he was kind of like the guy i don't know like opening the gates to hogwarts but like not doing so much you know and protecting like True. people from getting into the forest and so on but now yeah. he has the very chance of just teaching people about the living creatures and magical creatures and that's so amazing because, of course, Hagrid. Hagrid is kind of crazy sometimes. And, like, the first creature he has to bring <laughs> to, the, to the students is <laughs> one of the most dangerous. He, he could have brought a dragon that could have been as dangerous, you know? And so he's, he's bringing that, like, hippogriff, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. like, those super proud creatures where you have to bow before them, like, otherwise they'd they could kill you yeah. <laughs> and of course that's what happened almost happened to fucking malfoy oh, oh i wish it happened <laughs> yes same. I mean, honestly like that scene i mean that's when i was like okay i really like this creature <laughs> i love that creature i love, I that, love creature. that creature yeah bro you're absolutely right i mean seeing hagrid as a teacher i mean he's a very clumsy teacher right lots of Yes. Lots of bad shit happens during <laughs> his, his classes. Yes. But bro, I mean, I, I really like, you yeah. know, uh, seeing him in this bigger role. Yes. You know, having even more importance. Mm -hmm. And I remember things getting really exciting because, you know, the Hippogriff story mm -hmm. is very much attached to the, all the other things that are going to happen during yes. the book, right? For they're sure. they're all connected Everything is in connected. a most beautiful way that only JK can do. Yes. And and bro, I remember when uh, Harry gets the map. <laughs> oh yeah, the right? Marauder's map. Oh my the, god. Yes. Exactly. From the damn twins that oh, I love so much. Love the twins. Um, <laughs> that that's when like I remember him, for example, observing Dumbledore and Dumbledore walking yes. back and forth in his office all the yes. time. And mm -hmm. I just remember thinking, Jesus, what is he doing? What is yes. he thinking about? I wonder yeah. how his, you know, his routine might be. And, yeah. you know, like, 
it starts to explore other people and uh, I think that's how he sees the name of Peter Pettigrew mm -hmm. for the very first time when this bastard was supposed to be dead and I think yes. that's when the whole mystery starts to unravel I mean mm -hmm. I remember when Harry got his uh, fireboat mm -hmm. it's that's the name of the broomstick right probably yeah, the, 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 yes yeah the, the yeah. really cool one the very uh -huh. fast one oh. I remember when he got it, it was like, Jesus, I don't think that Professor McGonagall gave no, the, the, no. the broomstick to him. And uh -huh. I remember thinking about it, I was like, who the hell did this? And for me, it was we, Lupin. Like, you know, like at the there time, you go. yeah, that, that was the, the only character in that book that would make sense and that could give Harry such a nice gift. But I was mm -hmm. like, how come, you know, like, how would you explain that? And of course you learn that it's not Lupin that gave yeah. <laughs> the broomstick to Harry. And that's just beautiful because basically, I don't know if we should spoil it, but now, now is the time. I mean, it's basically Sirius Black. And mm -hmm. Sirius Black is such an amazing character. And you need to read the book until the very last pages to just get it. Because at first you're like, yeah. what is going on, you know? And... It's even, I mean, like we should not probably like get into those details now because we are still like in the beginning slash middle of the episode. But coming back to the map, I really like that for in this book, now JK is using magic tricks and not just, mm -hmm. you know, like magic tricks that you see everywhere in every wizard book. Now she's like really creating a universe that is very Brand special. New stuff very exactly. special as you said the prison Azkaban that's mm -hmm. new no one ever yeah. saw a prison for wizards and like the way you hide it from muggles and so on the way it's protected by one of the darkest creature on earth the Dementors you have mm -hmm. like this crazy map you know you have so the invisibility cap I think he got it in the first one in the very first book if I'm not mistaken, because they use it to like yeah, sneak around in exactly. the castle. But still, yeah. now he can use it for good, good purpose because now he can like join his friends to the village. And that's mm -hmm. crazy because he has like the map just to use the tunnels. Like, I don't, exactly. I love it. You know, it's, it's perfect because like he's not trying to, mean, it's awesome. <laughs> It's yes, so cool. awesome. And, and when you think about all these hidden passages in, within Hogwarts, you're mm -hmm. like, this school was based, based forged for a student to find them and do sneaky shit. That's, yeah. very, that's very Dumbledore, by the way. I think I know. Dumbledore really believes in that stuff. Yes, oh, for so sure. I, I love that. For sure. And, and yeah. bro, I mean, I think it's about the time... That, that's about the time where we are in the book where I started to realize that there was something weird about Hermione's presence yes. in the classes. Same. You know, I, I remember Same. like reading, I was like, how come like she's everywhere? And I remember, you know, uh, Harry basically like talking to people during a given class and then out of the bush just shows up. Yes. No, I know. And, and she seemed really stressed and, you know, taking classes that are supposed to happen at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the heck is she doing? And I remember thinking, 
Hermione probably learned a forbidden spell or something and oh. she's multiplying herself or something. Okay. I love it. You I, know? Yeah. It was kind of the same to me. It was like, how can she do that? You know? At first, I was like, I, probably not multiplying, but like something around those lines. Like, she's probably, mm -hmm. I don't know, like using and you you know that in that in that book because at some point Sirius Black is is it in that one or in the fourth one uh, it may be in the fourth one where Sirius Black is mm. using the fire yes it's in the That's fourth. fourth one yeah mm -hmm. okay so not this one but like basically a trick around those lines you know like you're just like watching several stuff at the same time and like i don't know you just appear with some magic but bro this is very not sneaky but like the fact that jk created that little <laughs> little thing just like to come back in time i mean i just love it because when you read that book it's one probably one of the most entertaining one even if you read mm -hmm. this one several times because every time you read that everything is so interconnected that of yeah. course it makes sense first but it's like Bro, this is like magic. Like this is actual magic. The way she wrote that book, I just love it. For me, there's only one magic world, magical world. World that's Harry Potter one. That's basically only that one. You know, it's exactly. insane. It started in book three, and that's why it's my favorite. Yeah. I'm not saying that the ones coming after are worse in any way because some of them may actually be better because longer taking like giving you way more details on a lot of stuff but mm -hmm. this one is actually the one that hooked me into that that universe basically the same way yeah. that book one of the lord of the rings started with the shire you know like for me it started mm -hmm. within the first pages of the of the lord of the rings and for the harry potter series of course, it started with book one, but for me, it was like, yeah, I love those. But book three was like, okay, those are my favorite books with the Lord of the Rings, which is insane. Exactly. And it started with book three. Exactly, bro. I mean, I don't know if that's when JK actually realized that she just started something never seen in the world mm -hmm. before, because I don't mm -hmm. think we have ever seen a series of books becoming such a mm -hmm. great deal i don't think that there there's ever been something like this i mean not in the same proportion not yeah. with the same public it's just insane we we, we and, have and game of thrones and i'm not so crazy about the books uh mm -hmm. but like a lot of people can say for instance oh those books are amazing and that guy martin was like became famous while reading which is writing mm -hmm. which is kind of like crazy and the same happened mm -hmm. to jk but i think that what is especially crazy with harry potter is that those books are not just for kids the way the first book was written for me first book is definitely for kids and that's not mm -hmm. bad but it's just that for for her and i kind of get it it was like I'm writing a book, a very nice book for kiddos that are around like 10 yeah. and that we love it because it's just wizardry and like magical and that's crazy. Second one is like, I'm trying to find 
a segment where I can put those books. And I think that a lot of adults liked book two compared to book one. Mm -hmm. But with book three, it's like, okay, guys, I just don't care. I know that you start loving this. Let's let's get into it and let's write something really magical and let's create a universe that you will never forget about. For me, that's exactly. definitely the turning point. Like with that third book, you're like hooked. And if you don't like it, you will never love any Harry Potter book. Like if you don't like book mm -hmm. three, there is no way you will love like book five or book six, you know, because basically like everything started, in my opinion, everything started in book three. I like yeah. book one and two, but everything started in book three. Exactly, bro. I mean, I, I remember getting to this point in the book where you basically have the feeling that the book should be done mm -hmm. because all the shit happens, right? So <laughs> yes. they learn about Peter Pettigrew, oh. sort of. So they saw him in the map, but maybe yeah. that wasn't real. Uh-huh. And then everything unravels. And I remember, like, I, I wasn't reading. I was eating up the book when, you know, they actually got into that uh, supposedly haunted place. Yes. That, that big house. Uh-huh. Where everything happens. And you don't know if you can trust Lupin. You don't know if Peter Pettigrew is actually real. Then you realize he's the fucking rat. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And I mean, and, and Harry is supposed to believe in Sirius Black, who before was like a really dangerous person to him mm. and so i remember all of that happening yeah yeah and and when everything comes to an end so the the dementors capture them yeah. you know peter Pettigrew actually escapes and, and i remember when by that time i was like okay there's a whole lot of book left but i was like okay everything went to hell yeah why am i going to read this everything went to hell Sirius Black is going to be murdered, actually uh -huh. even worse, like he's going to be kissed by the Dementor, yes, which kissed. I think is the, like the worst thing that could possibly happen to a wizard. Mm -hmm. and, and all that shit, and, 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 and no, the Hippogriff is decapitated, and Hagrid is going to prison, and I was like, I know. holy shit, what is happening? And <laughs> that's when we finally realize the traveling in time, you know, portion of the book, and that's when I think... When you said everything is so well connected, that's when you go like, okay, JK, you're a genius. Mm -hmm. I think that's the point when you start reading and you see all the things that she already prepared for mm -hmm. that part. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, she's a genius. She's a genius. It's insane. Yeah. And one thing, and I don't know if you can relate with that too, but one thing that I probably love the most in that final section because everything is so intricate and so well connected that you're like okay but one thing does not make sense one it's the actual patronus that you see on the mm -hmm. lake you know mm -hmm. and for me like i was waiting for the explanation i was waiting mm -hmm. for it and i kind of knew deep inside that mm. something was probably related to harry somehow uh -huh. you know but like i was like is the father alive you know that book is so crazy yeah. like everything can like, happen right exactly i was like yeah. okay so if sirius is going to die then maybe the father is coming back and i was like I, oh, everything was possible at this point and i was and that's and exactly like when you read that book like if you put it down and say you know what i'm gonna resume tomorrow like 
how crazy are you? Can you do that? Like for me, like with most books, you can. You just finish a chapter and that's fine. With that one, when you're there, you know, like we are talking now about the final section, like the last part of the books where you're like, everything went to hell. Everything went to Mm -hmm. shit. Everyone is going to die. You don't know what is going to happen with the three, uh, with the crew, basically. You're like... Dude, like they saw so bad stuff, like so many bad stuff today. Like, what is going to happen? And now everything everything starts to make sense all over again. Mm -hmm. The little rocks that like they heard at first with the hippogriff, and you're like, dude, Mm -hmm. dude, 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 that's insane. Okay, it's crazy. And I was waiting for this patronus thing. I was waiting for it because we knew that Lupin was kind of protecting Harry, giving him like training to help him against like those crazy Dementors. And so you have one very tricky spell to like just push them away with happiness, basically, with a Patronus. So you just have to say Expecto Patronum, whatever. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of crazy because at this point you're waiting because they were about to die at some point kind of but a patronus is saving them and so they go back in time they do all their crazy stuff and now harry is waiting he's like okay my father is going to show up and that's kind of the probably one of the craziest moment in that book because it's so tensed and you're like what is going to happen is it going Mm -hmm. to be lupin fuck no he's a fucking werewolf like how can he do that he couldn't i know and it's like i actually thought it was snape at some point i was like who is going yeah because you know snape was in the middle of everything that's true and 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 he was actually trying to protect harry the whole time for sure now i know that but before was like oh shaky yeah but it was like okay snape is very powerful no one doubts that Mm mm-hmm so I was like, it has to be someone like him. Because I remember everyone was really surprised about how powerful the wizard had to be yes, in order sure. to kick off so many Dementors at once. So for I was sure. like, it's probably someone really badass. For sure. And bro, that, and I mean, and, and I must say this, we learn everything. Mm-hmm. We, we see that it's Harry and yeah. Harry saw himself and I think... That's when he realizes how similar, how much he resembles his yeah, father. True. And, and I think that's a really important point for him as well. Mm-hmm. And the only sad thing about the book, if you really think about it, is the fact that Peter escaped. Yes. And with him, all the truth. So Sirius had to live like a murderer, mm-hmm. like a fugitive for mm-hmm. the rest of his life. Yes. That's a really sad thing. That's sad. But other than that, I mean... It's an awesome book that starts awesome. in a really dark place, but you don't realize how many, I mean, how awesome the events are f- mm-hmm. for Harry in the yeah. end, for, for the whole thing. And bro, I must say this. I love the way um, JK gives us her way of seeing the world. Okay. So remember when I said like in the first book, the fact that, you know, Professor Quirrell couldn't touch Harry because love is the mm-hmm. most powerful magic. Mm-hmm. To me, maybe she had a really dark time in her life and we know that's real, but I don't remember if it was during the third book or not. Mm-hmm. But she impersonated depression in this awful creature Dementors, yeah. that is the Dementors. 
And I think what she's basically telling us with the patronum is that it's her way of saying if something dark's coming to you, if you're feeling depressed, if you're hopeless, mm-hmm. stick to really good memories, yeah. things that you love that happen, that is going to save you yeah. from depression. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now, I mean, I'm a grown up. Back in the days, I had no idea that was an impersonation for depression. It was just for a sure. really cool thing. For sure. But now, I mean, I had a mom that suffered from this horrible disease. And, mm-hmm. and now, as a grown up, I see things clicking in a way that mm-hmm. was like, not only an amazing story, but also mm-hmm. metaphors that are really rich to explain real life. That's mm-hmm. how I see things, you know, mm-hmm. nowadays mm-hmm. when I think about this stuff. I mean, that's that's amazing that you're saying that because that's that's exactly what she wanted to put in this book too. She wanted to put real feelings. She wanted mm-hmm. to to actually give some seriousness to Harry Potter, like to those mm-hmm. books. Now she was into it. She probably knew at the time that it was going to be her true masterpiece, you know? Like, it's yeah. not happening to a lot of writers, but, like, it was happening to her. And, like, instead of mm-hmm. just doing, like, basic, plain, wizard books, that would have been amazing, too, but probably not at this level. And now she's like, okay, I should probably, like, give it some serious... It's starting in book three, in my opinion, as I said several times during this episode. And as you said, like, impersonating, depression like real feelings you know like knowing that this serious black is actually like someone amazing that he he gifted that great broomstick to harry because he loves him mm-hmm. he was like his father father's best friend you know it's kind yeah. of crazy to realize that they were actually extremely good friends and mm-hmm. you kind of understand at several points during the books that everyone of them of that little crew hated snape and i also started in that book having some good feelings about snape i was like Mm. you know what there is something that we don't know about that guy because first dumbledore is like all in he's like i know that guy i love him no one touches him and it's like okay and then like how come right right yeah and then you realize that he's like showing up at some point and as you said like he's snape so like he's not behaving well and he's like cocky and whatever and he's like oh i found you and he wants his own revenge but at the same time and as you perfectly well said he wants to protect harry and that's Mm -hmm. when you start like realizing that he has probably like a big task you know and like he really wants to protect harry and that's also in that book because we discussed about it in our previous episode saying that dumbledore was giving some latitude to the students you know he was not yeah. interjecting it was not like appearing and like fighting for them and he was giving them some space that's also the first time in that book that you see that for real because mm-hmm. he's actually the guy telling hermione you should use that thing you know like just yeah do some good please and that's kind Mm -hmm. of amazing because you're like dude 
what they will have to do is just insane. Why won't you do something? You're the headmaster. You could go against the minister of magic. You could do it, technically speaking. Mm -hmm. But no, he's like, dude, yeah, just do it. It's fine. It's going to be chill. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's just crazy because like, it's giving a lot of like depth to the to the whole book in my opinion mm -hmm. and that's when you start realizing like that two major characters are actually like serving a purpose i mean Sirius Black and Snape and then even if you feel like they are enemies they may not be enemies and you definitely mm -hmm. see that Peter Pettigrew is going to do some real bad shit oh, soon yeah. obviously and of course, like when you stop that book, and that was my feeling at the time, I was kind of depressed, like real, not mm -hmm. depression, but I was like, I want the next one. Just give me the next yeah. one because now I don't get it. Like Voldemort may come back. We learned that one of his powerful allies is right there. He was hiding as mm -hmm. a rat, but now he cannot hide anymore. He has to join like the dark forces. It's insane you know that something exactly. is going to be insane soon, right? <laughs> and I mean, it's crazy to think that the third book is the only one where Voldemort is really not posing a threat. No. It's like the only year that Harry actually didn't know much about him, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, after, after the whole thing with the diary, you know, the first Horcrux being destroyed, yes. mm -hmm. I think Voldemort laid low a little bit. I for think sure. he started to look for more powerful allies mm -hmm. and sort of like regroup. And, and, mm -hmm. and the fourth book is going to be very strong on that. Yeah. He's taking this really awful dwarfish weird uh, form and yeah. manipulating people. It's, it's horrible. But the third book is actually like when Harry should have... You know, relaxed. Because after that, <laughs> things really go to shit. <laughs> How can you relax? Okay, you have Quidditch. And as you mm -hmm. said, bro, I think that every time... You know, like, sometimes you feel a bit down. I think that every time I have to grab a book when I feel down, that has to be... Like, I have to go to that book. Why? Because it's probably one of the... I'm not going to say the only one, but one of the the books with a lot of love it's hidden mm -hmm. love but it's true love so for instance the love that Sirius Black has for Harry you definitely oh, yeah. realize that he would take a bullet several times mm -hmm. just to protect Easily. him because his life like he doesn't care anymore about his life and it's not just because he was going to Azkaban uh, like he went to Azkaban it's because like and he said that, I think, and I don't want to quote it, but like at some point in the book, he said something around those lines, something that he would have given his life to see Harry's parents still alive. And yeah. that's probably one of the, you know, and the, the fact that she's writing so well, that's probably one of the first time you're actually believing that, you know, it's not just said because it had to be said. No, Sirius Black mm -hmm. is like a real good person and Lupin is actually the same kind of guy and I was kind of yeah. happy even if as you said like Sirius Black has to hide now he has a very extremely powerful ally and you kind mm -hmm. of know too but it's just I don't know you, you kind of 
think about it at some point and you're like, of course, Dumbledore has to be part of them. You know, like, of course, Dumbledore knows that Sirius Black is not a threat because if he was a threat, Dumbledore would have killed him. Technically exactly. speaking, you know, and that's why, like, yeah. at first I was like, why are those Dementors around? Like, Dumbledore could easily kill that guy. And he's mm -hmm. not even trying, you know? No. When Lupin saw Sirius Black on the map and Peter Pettigrew, because at some point Lupin is, like, taking the map, I think. Mm -hmm. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. And so yeah. just it's to make sure, it. yeah, that Sirius Black is not around, because at first, like, that one is one one of his thought and when he realized that peter pettigrew was around and that the map is not lying because basically mm -hmm. and that's what is crazy too and you learn that i think in that book that those guys created the map <laughs> yeah <laughs> is exactly. that crazy in that book. yeah and oh they're so good yeah i know and that's why like for me and to me that book is as the depth that you need in a wizard book and as the love you need in a kind of dark-ish book, but you have all the love you need just to finish that book and be like, okay, it was intense, but it was so amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? Exactly, bro. Uh, I mean, yeah. what a journey. I oh. mean, I know that you're going to be reading that book now, like with... Yes. Like a lot of like Russian... Yes scanning through the pages as fast as you can because I know you now you're really excited <laughs> and, and and what is crazy too is that now I want to read book four because let's be honest if it has to be like book four is probably one of the best one too uh, oh yeah right and it's really thick and the, uh, thick too and the only reason why I'm putting book three ahead of book four is that for me the book number three finishes with some kind of happiness. Book uh -huh. four, it's like, Oof. okay, we are in real deep shit. And you know that now <laughs> it's gonna get like so interesting too, but it's like, yeah, okay, you gave me book four, I loved it, but now, like, okay, we are into some kind of shit. Thank you so much, JK. With book exactly, three, it's like, bro. it's it's fine, you know, Sirius Black is around. He's going to protect Harry, kind of hiding. And you have Lupin, of course, he's not going to be the defense, the teacher against the dark arts anymore. That, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, he was the werewolf. And we saw the moon several times, so, like, some students kind of like thought about it you know and so it's fine you kind of understand that but now you know that yeah. you have the crew so you have Hermione you have Ron you have Harry but now you know that you have on top of that that you have Sirius Black that is definitely a badass and that you have Lupin and that's kind of crazy thinking of that you're like okay now we have a team now we have a crew and that's pretty cool <laughs> isn't it? Exactly bro oh it's so cool and I mean I don't know if people actually realized when they were reading the book, but mm -hmm. if you think about Sirius Black, like what he did in this whole third book, you realize how talented and extremely powerful he is. Because mm -hmm. he escaped the prison, yeah. which is very difficult. I mean, very few yes. wizards actually managed. Mm -hmm. 
And we still don't know how, mm-hmm. but I mean, probably as a dog, he probably hid the, the mm-hmm. fact that he could turn into an animal for mm-hmm. a very long time. He sneaks in and out of the castle all the time. He even buys Harry a gift and people don't even know how and when or who. I know. I know. And I mean, afterwards, he's basically like escaping and, and I mean, hidden. And of course, he has really powerful allies, Dumbledore being the most powerful, but mm-hmm. lots of other really powerful allies. But still, like, he is awesome. So mm-hmm. that's when you think, well, maybe Harry's going to move in with him at some point. Oh, or, yeah. You know, but at least he has a family. And bro, it's like probably the last, you know, happy ending in a book <laughs> until the very end. So, yes, I'm very excited for our next episodes, but for I know sure. that they're going to be way darker than this one. Bro, I have one happy note to end the episode. Mm-hmm. We have someone that wrote something in the chat. So we have one question. And that person asked if we have seen, like if you or I have seen the new books with beautiful pictures and if you buy them on the iPad, the drawings are actually like kind of moving. So apparently that's a new version you can buy. I don't know. Like, have you Mm -hmm. seen those? Those animated books? I have. Oh, I have. And, okay. And Kaney, I think, is reading that version, if I'm not mistaken. So what? It's his, bro. It's I. I thought you knew about this version, bro. It's mind blowing. It's like every what? other page has this really beautiful art that is animated. It's it's to die for. It's what? gorgeous. Okay, so you don't mm-hmm. see my face, guys. But basically, if you want to see my <laughs> face first, you can tune into Discord and listen to the live <laughs> show, see our faces, and ask questions because we actually answer questions live. So thank you mm-hmm. so much, Poon Poon, for that question. Uh, that was a very nice one. So no, I did not know. I, I think I heard about those. Never saw any of those books. So... Actually amazing, very nice questions. Thank you so much. And oh, yeah, bro. bro. Okay, so I should read book three on my iPad. That's what you're saying. Yes, okay. exactly. I mean, I, I highly, uh, you know, advise that. Okay. And bro, I mean, you're going to freak out with the arts that they made. Okay. It's Sounds just good. gorgeous. Okay. Uh, the thing is, for me, a book, and of course, we have the movies that are kind of biased in that way. But when I'm reading a book, I'm trying to give like all the imagination I can, you know? So I'm trying like mm-hmm. to picture the people and so on. So sometimes when I see pictures, I can be distracted. So let's see if it works for me. I kind of think mm-hmm. it's amazing, especially for kids, because those, now we are like getting into very long books, uh, starting with book four. Um, yeah. And so I think that, of course, some images here and there are definitely helping. For me, what mm-hmm. was amazing, and I think that we should like give it like another two minutes. What I started loving uh, with like those books is that the covers were amazing. I don't know if you remember them, but like the way the art and so on, like bro, like they did a magical work there. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. amazing. And for me, like every time I was kind of relating to that cover, you know. I was like, okay, that's Harry. So that's what Harry's supposed to look like. And, uh, but, yeah. but basically the rest was like all my imagination. 
And so mm. if I'm seeing like too many animated things in a book on my iPad, I don't know if I would be distracted. So I'll give it a try. That's gonna be Bro. that's gonna be my 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 duty, of like my thing to do, my homework for next episode. <laughs> I'm, gonna there you go. I'm gonna try. To I mean, they they have like one image in every two or three pages and okay. it's always like super cute okay so i remember the one that i remember vividly <laughs> from the first one mm -hmm. is when they describe the cat getting into the street okay you know very beginning okay. and then you just see professor mcgonagall as a cat just like wiggling her tail mm. it's super cute but i i think it just adds up i okay. i don't actually okay. remember okay. a whole lot of other um, animations other than that one but i think you're gonna love it so okay. please tell us bro okay. if you like it or not and if you're going to buy it or not <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna buy it because I have to try now at least book mm -hmm. three because I'm there and I'm super mm -hmm. eager as you said I'm super eager to just read that one because I mean it's bringing a lot of memories and now that you're telling me about like this Quidditch uh, twist and like the importance that Quidditch has in that book to you I'm like okay I have to reread that because of course like I probably remember that but I have to reread that one with like Quidditch in mind. So I'm mm -hmm. going to give it a try on my iPad. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you updated. You're going to love it. And I'm very much looking forward to the next episode. Same. It's going to be long. I <sighs> mean, that book is really awesome and really full of new characters. Some of which, you know, if you didn't read the book, you never heard of. So oh, yeah. Yeah. really awesome stuff. Oh, for sure. For sure. Bro, oh, yeah. I had so much fun talking same. about this book. Same, 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 same. It's, ah, it's always so a awesome. pleasure. It was episode 28, guys. So please like stay and bear with us because it's going to be a very long mini-series. It's not a mini-series. Let's oh, yeah. call it a series. You Let's have to, call it a series. You have to bear with us if you are here for video games because like, we mm -hmm. may mention video games at some point, but we'll have to finish with the <laughs> We books. will. We, we are will, definitely. In, <laughs> right, bro? We'll we, get there. <laughs> we'll get there in like five episodes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, in four episodes. And we'll probably like put Animal Crossing somewhere there. But oh, yeah. we are super into this Harry Potter thing and like book things now. And not because we are not into video games, it's just that like these days, as my bro said, we can be busy and sometimes it's just easier to grab a book, you know, when you're busy, very busy, than just like starting your PS5 in your living room. I mean, usually I read in my in my bed, I like just before like falling asleep. So that's mm -hmm. also part of my routine. So that's why uh, I, I think it's pretty good to do that series. And I mean, we have amazing games around Harry Potter, especially exactly. one coming next year. <laughs> that's, that's precisely the point, guys. If you're, if you're enjoying this, you know, just stay with us because we are sort of preparing the territory for oh, this. We are. Supposedly awesome game. We're going to talk a lot about it. Oh. So. You stay with us, it's going to be worth it. Yes, <laughs> yes. One thing though, be prepared because in the next one, Voldemort returns. Oh, <laughs> that bastard is coming back. Oh, bro, I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait. Have a great week. See you next time.
kisses guys kisses and hugs thanks for staying with us see you next time bye bro bye